When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth foul mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hello, hello. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh, your kids are back at school. My kids are back at school. Life feels good, Laura. Oh yeah, but mine have been back over a week, love. I know, but mine only went back on Thursday, so I had two days of freedom, and then it was like bang the weekend again. And now I just feel like there's normality on the horizon. Mm. And Oliver started his new school, and oh, fucking everything is great. He loves it, and the commute, commute, the drop off takes I would say me. Commute. Round the trip, commute. 10 minutes, there and back, 10 minutes. Grand fucking fantastic. Living the goddamn dream. Walking um, as well. Walking, yes, saving the environment. No, it's yeah. only because we, we One walk at a time. Four minutes walk to <laughs> the school. If I drove, I'd be a massive cunt. Well, you know. Yeah, you know, you know, you know. How are you? Oh, yeah, great. Just great. Really surviving life so well at the moment, Victoria. Would you like to share your experience with some teenage boys this weekend yeah you know what that sounded quite sexual let's it just did in a weird for, way. for a start let's just confirm not. the most platonic situation situation so elliot turned 13 last week i am um, i can't believe i've got a teenager i know that's wild. and he's nearly the same height as me now as well really he's yeah he's not far off he wears my like he wears my wellies you know yeah. <laughs> like my yeah. hunter wellies he puts those on now it's like I just, I don't He's know. almost I, a man. I just can't quite believe it. No. But I, I do the most, of, I can't help it. You know, when you love something so much, that you, it's very it's very much like my dad. And I remember how annoying it was. So I do need to stop doing it. But it's like, I just look at him and I, it's just the words come out of my mouth. Oh, you're such a beautiful boy. And he's like, oh, mum. Yeah, stop it. And Steve's like, Laura, that is the most mum thing you could ever say. I was like, but I can't help it. So anyway, you turned 13 last week. So this weekend just gone, I I hired a car, Vic. I actually went out of my way to hire a car so I could collect all of said teenage children to take them to a VR gaming experience, which is what Elliot wanted to do. Virtual reality. For anyone that might not know what that is, basically you put a headset on, you have some like hand holding things and you just play out the whatever it is. I can't stand it. I have really bad motion sickness, so I'm out. But they're young and my assumption is they fucking have this shit down. <laughs> yeah, they're into gaming. That's what they're they do. They're into gaming, right? Yeah. So I can, uh, six of them, we arrive, you know, I'm trying to be the cool mum, even though I've immediately fucked it up because one of the lads gets in the car and I go, oh my goodness, haven't you grown up? And Elliot, the first word out of his mouth was, he went, mum, you promised me you wouldn't embarrass me. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, but he has grown up. 
Like, I can't help it. I don't think there's a, I don't actually think it's possible not to embarrass your kids because anything you say would be embarrassing to them. Absolutely. Yeah. So think? we get there, you know, they're all, they've all got their own separate bays so that they can move around. They won't whack each other. And I plonk myself on the sofa for the first time in 13 years and think, fuck me, this is all I have to do. I don't have to do anything spine. else. Gonna have a little I, scroll. Yeah. I'm not even responsible for any of them. They just go and do their thing and then we'll go for lunch afterwards. I'm not kidding you. It was under five minutes before one of them was puffing their cheeks out and he took the headset off and he was like, oh, that's not for me. Uh, (laughs) You know, you're like, please tell me it's not for you because ethically it's wrong or you're concerned about the manufacturing of the products. Like, please don't tell me it's because you're going to vom. And he's literally, his cheeks are just like squirrel's cheeks puffing in and out, puffing in and out. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, that's all right. That's okay. There's other things to do. And he, you know, you you don't, you don't have to, I don't like these things either. Like trying to yeah. give him so much comfort. Validate him. Yeah. Every other cunt is having a great time, but this poor little fucker. So he goes off and he goes to play on the Xbox. Thank fuck they had them. The staff then say to me, oh, yeah, people are sick sometimes when they play this. You know, it doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes. In my mind at that point, I'm thinking, well, I've already done the percentage of probably people to ratio. So you're all right. You're in the safe zone. I'm in the safe zone. Within 20... Little did she know. 15 minutes. Let's be precise. 16 minutes later, having scrolling on my phone, feeling like I've got past the worst of it. Another child lifts the headset off, but mate, it was like he had gone to the Sahara. He was dripping with sweat <laughs> and he starts coughing and he goes, <laughs> oh, he was sat directly opposite me. And I thought he's going to vomit at me. He does get to the toilet. Cause you know, and you're like, don't be on the floor. Yeah, Cause please. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a cleaning fee for this. Yeah. So he gets to the toilet. He throws up. He comes back downstairs. I go, would you like a bottle of water? Like, I think what we should do is we should sit down. Just cleanse that planet. <laughs> Let's just sit down and take out. a minute. You know, like, oh, we're just going to take some nice deep breaths and just remember that we're in a safe environment and everything's okay. He then gets back on it. Oh, my he God. Got, he got back on it. And I, I was messaging Steve, like, fuck me, Steve. Run this too. is going south. This is going bad. Was he sick again? No. Okay, so he got it. He got it out of the way. He got it out of the way, but he didn't. He didn't last long before he needed to come back off again. By the end of the hour, Victoria, it was one man standing. <laughs> the rest of them had abandoned ship. <laughs> so I left there laughing, thinking, "Fucking hell, this has just been an absolute hysterical shit show." I then take them into Subway. Now, I've never had a Subway personally, and three of the other kids hadn't had Subway. So trying to explain it to them. Yeah, it's quite complicated, isn't it? I feel like it is. It's very complicated. (laughs) One child absolutely did not get the concept. So he would go up to the counter and he'd go, oh, yeah, I'll have the Italian bread, like six inches. He'd go and sit back down. He did that for every single stage and the guy had to keep calling him back. And then there was a queue and I was saying to the people behind, I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry about this. <laughs> Eventually we order all of it. They get to the checkout, rings through it like, I don't know, fucking 49 pounds of basically seven sandwiches, which is extortionate. My card doesn't fucking work. 
<laughs> my card doesn't work. This poor employee, I'm pretty sure he's at a point of just thinking, I'm going to quit my job. I say to him, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like you've, the sandwiches are there, and he they're went, eating them. They are currently eating them. No, they weren't. They weren't even eating <laughs> them. They were just they? all piled Lined up. up like, yeah, like he has gone. He has spent what forty five minutes of his yes. life making these fucking sandwiches <laughs> for me to be able to say I can't pay them. And he went, just bank transfer me the money. I've got my card, and I'm going to pay it for you. The I... fuck. The fucking subway. That that bless he, that young man. He he saw how awful my day yeah. was. Yeah. But he thought it was important to just get out his own bank to show card. his generosity. Do I now have his bank account details on my, on my bank? Because I then had to transfer him the money. He then put his bank card in and paid it for me. What a little hero. How old do you reckon he was? He was probably in his early 20s, I think. Yeah. Stand up. What guy. a nice guy. He deserves a bonus, in my opinion. He does. What's the subway? Subway Fratton, Portsmouth. Fratton, Portsmouth. There you I go. I don't know. There might be more than one because there's a lot of, lot of subways. If you, but, um, if you know him, send, a, send, send on him our best send regards. Best regards, yeah. <laughs> and then, as if that wasn't bad enough, I take them back to the hire car that I've paid money for this experience, this what should have been a very lovely experience. Now, the kid that I know that got in my car last year that threw up in a McDonald's bag. Yeah. We've established that he has travel sickness, so he always has to sit in the front of the car. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He sat at the back. And I was like, oh, I, I, you, uh, 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 and I thought maybe he, maybe he just doesn't want to sit in the front with me. Maybe like just teen angst and awkwardness. He can't bear to sit next to me any further, especially as I swear at every single car that's going down the road because they're annoying me. <laughs> so another kid sits in the front with me. We get on the motorway and the kid in the back's like, can I wind the window down? You know, and you're like, oh, shit. oh here we go. That's the first indicator oh, that something is amiss. <laughs> we drop off one kid at one house. And I rearrange the seating because I'm like kid at the back with the window down. He's going to vomit. And this is not my fucking car. No. So I move him to the front. I put the kid in the front in the back. We then get to the next house at drop off. Now, the kid in the front had every intention of coming back to our house. So as we drop off one of the kids, the kid that had vomited that was sweaty as fuck. Yeah. He just, the, the guy, the lad in the front, he just gets out of the car. He goes, I'm going to walk home. And I was like, <laughs> what? He said, yeah, I'm going to walk home. I was like, but we're, we're three miles from your home. He's like, yeah, I know. I like walking from here. <laughs> I said, what? I said, no, I'll, 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 I, I thought you would come back to our house. He went, I just want to go home. I just really want to be, I just want to be on my own. You know, you're like, I said, are you going to be sick? And he was like, no. I said, oh my God, you're going to be sick, aren't you? He's like, no, I just want to be on my own. I just <laughs> want to be on my own. And he then walked off and I was like, I immediately feel terrible. No, do you know what though? I do think that's excellent though that he could like advocate for himself and say, "No, I feel yeah, uncomfortable. I need to absolutely. get out of here. Like, I don't feel great. I'm just going to walk, walk home." <laughs> Three mile fucking walk. I mean, and then it's not the same. But the amount of times that I've had to get off public transport to just compose myself because I really was on the verge of vomiting, either for anxiety or hungover reasons. Anybody that doesn't have in motion sickness. I just, I, I, you have no idea. It's such a, it's a battle, isn't it? It is a battle. We've got as we, well, Rob gets it too, and Oliver gets really bad motion sickness. So All them four two in the of car, us get it. absolute nightmare. Yeah. yeah, we're basically drugged to the eyeballs whenever we travel. Anyway. When can you give a child anti-sickness car tablets or whatever? 
all of them will be allowed. Yeah, he'll be all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them you it. can't, some of them you can. So like quails or joyride, I think they're like six plus. Right. He's because he's got those little um, wristbands, you know, with the yeah, acupuncture mate. point. Got them. But he doesn't like them because he doesn't like sensory stuff like... <laughs> Touching. <laughs> so yeah. he can't use them. They're yeah, they're pointless. So null and void. They are null and void. So yeah, um, it's, well, it's just to finish us as we were driving back to our house because three it, so there was three left in the car basically. And the one that was previously sat in the front, he kept winding the window down. And I thought it was hysterical to keep winding it back up quietly so that he thought the car was like possessed. I don't know why I thought that was funny. <laughs> At that point, I think I just lost my <laughs> mind. Anyway. Every time he wound it down, I wound it back up. And I actually heard him whisper to the car, I don't want you up. I want you down. <laughs> Eventually he goes to me, um, Laura, the, I, I think there's something wrong with the window because it's not staying down. And I went, oh, no. I said, it's me. I'm mucking around. I, I thought it was funny like you, that you'd think the car was broken. I said, but it's me. Silence. Yeah. We didn't pull up, And I thought, fuck, he didn't find that funny. <laughs> Laura, read the room. We pull up outside the house. He gets out of the car and he says, my legs feel like really tingly and I don't feel very good. I've got a lot of spit in my mouth. And I was like, oh, God. Went, oh, my God. I said, do you have travel sickness? He went, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I basically, I, I took out nearly all of the children with some form of sickness. That's That was, I've never, I've never wanted an experience to be over more in my entire life. It sounds like the worst birthday ever. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, str- strangely, Elliot had a great time because yeah, obviously he loved he's it. He was so like, oblivious. Brilliant. Absolutely loved it. But the the subway situation, I actually heard one of the kids whisper to one of the what to the, the whole group of them. This is the most stressful situation I've ever been in. <laughs> and I replied back and I said, I completely agree. Me too. <laughs> like I hear everything. Just so you know. Oh, that's I agree. So funny. I want to go home as well. Okay. These kids are so self-aware, though. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to witness. Just a shame that you, you know, gave them motion sickness and then, you know, traumatized them with the subway and the car experience. <laughs> I'm you're putting the window back up. Are I you know. twelve? <laughs> well, they were, and I thought they'll find this funny. <laughs> With Steve, he doesn't try to be down with the kids. Whereas so me, I want to be, be like, down with the kids with it. Try to be like, hey, I, I'm here. You know, yeah. you know, you can always come and talk to me. I don't want to be your parent, but you know, if it when you're in this house, you know, you're in a safe space. Yeah, they don't think that anymore, mate. No, they don't. And <laughs> I don't blame them. Back. <laughs> I don't blame them. I genuinely do not blame the fact that they think this is a horror house. I've got nothing to top that experience, really. Nothing's happened in my life. We've had such a relaxed, laid-back, chill weekend because just Christmas chaos, isn't it? And yeah. it's just that time of year. It's been so fucking cold. Like, it's definitely going to snow it. It's freezing. Is it? Well, yeah. I think we've got sleet due tonight. Lovely. Love a bit of sleet. I um, just yeah. don't want snow because then the kids won't go I to know, school, I know, that's Victoria. what I'm about. I well, can't do that. I'm hoping, yeah, because I know, because obviously my kids have only just started going to this school, but all my friends' kids go there and every snow day they always close the school, whereas oh their God. old school is like, no, we're staying open. So I yeah. will be in that boat this year for sure if it does fucking snow. But yeah, we don't really get, you get snow more than we do. We never get it, really. Really? No, because we're, because we're, um, the Isle of Wight and uh, Portsdown Hill protect us from extreme weather. Oh, how interesting. What a fascinating We are cocooned fact. in the, we are the womb of the You're Isle the of Wight and Portsdown Hill. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say of Great Britain. <laughs> I, I think that's a lot. 
think that's too much of an expectation to live up to. Well, if yeah. King Coventry can get the city of culture in uh, 2023, then we can call you the womb of Great Thank Britain. you. I'll be the womb. Yeah. Uh, just you saying Coventry just triggers. Have you watched Saltburn? No, I haven't. I've, I know I've seen a lot of reaction stuff on it to well, on TikTok it, and stuff, but I thought it was like Lady Chatterley's lover, so I was well up for it because I thought it was. Oh sexy. no, it's supposed to be really fucking weird, isn't it? It's just weird, mate. <laughs> when everyone talks about the bar scene, I'm not going to ruin it for people. I don't want to ruin it for you. I thought it was like it's going to turn me on. I actually gagged. Really? Yeah. I know there's I something about drinking the bath water. I know that. It was, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I, no. Could you imagine? Oh my no. God, the bath water after Rob's been in it. It's like just <laughs> basically a sea of pubes. <laughs> That's, That's what I mean. Like, I'm going to, I can't, I actually can't talk about it because I'm going to be sick. Oh, we've been, we have been smashing out some good TV though. We're watching The Tourist now, series two. Do you like that? Not heard of it. Oh, you'll love it. It's got a guy in it that you'll definitely want to sit on his face. He does oh, look nice. a bit like my brother. So there is some. Oh, hello, some... I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's really good. It's like really well written. And he's Irish as well, just to. Just to oh, put... stop. Yeah. No, there's a lot of Irish accents. Well, I, um, I really want to watch the one with the guy from Fleabag. Oh, yeah. The vicar. And yeah. uh, what's his name? The other Irish famous guy that was in Other People. I can't remember. What's it? Yeah, but I know what you're They're talking lovers, about. They're lovers, I think. Yeah. I think that I, I can't remember what it's called, but I desperately want to watch it because it just looks beautiful. It does. Yeah, I love him. He's great, the uh, the priest fella. You know the other guy though, don't you? I think so. Oh, I can't I've seen them in a, I've seen them in an interview together. They are talking lush about together, it. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to sit on I both their faces. I mean, that would be their worst nightmare because they are actually both gay, but you know. No, the other one isn't. Is he not? No, obviously the flea bag guy is, but yeah. not the other one. Yeah. Um, that Neil scene will forever be in my wank bank. I've fantasy. not watched it. So, sh- what? What do you mean the flea bag? I've not watched all the flea bag. Don't. Oh, I feel like this is a betrayal of our friendship. You need I to know. get on it, mate. Watch I know. it immediately. I know. Second, I think the second one is better than the first series. Personally, um, shall we have some some correspondence, some whatever it's called? We've just been deep in the plunge of my traumatic life. <laughs> this one's funny. It's only a little one, okay. But I like it because it. I feel like it represents something that both you and I could easily do. Yeah. So I feel really akin with this person that went through this. I work in the NHS complaints team as a complaints manager. Who knew oh, that that wow. was even a thing? I mean, Jesus, what Can a you job. Imagine? As she gets I'm surprised they're all complaints. not on stress-related fucking leave. Exactly. A few years ago, I was speaking to a family member and in the background, I could hear noises. I said innocently, are you outside as I can hear ducks? Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> the reply was, no, that's my mother. Is she farting? I wanted the ground to open and swallow me whole. I profusely apologised and never did I mention background noises again. (laughs) It must have been the farting, right? A hundred percent. My mum sounds so much like a duck. That's always been a joke for us. You know, my um, so my mum's got a nickname. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast. She's no. a nickname. It's Waddle Burp. That's my that's her Waddle nickname. Burp. Waddle Burp that my dad invented, and it's because she walks like a little penguin with her feet like <laughs> sticking out like that. 
and then the fact that she's just full of gas and air. But um, he actually named a couple of her farts because she did something called the breakfast lean, which is where they would be eating breakfast. And then she would just lean to one side and just be like... <laughs> Mate, that's, you, that's where you lean. get it from. A hundred, oh, my it's God. It's a hereditary link. We are all genetically very gassy. Yeah. I think my dad was like the least farty one. So you can imagine what like any family gatherings like the farting just starts almost immediately. Absolutely. And we're all just suffocating on chuffs by the end oh, of it. Chuffs. <laughs> chuffs to me is vagina. So that seems odd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not with my sister around. The other funny part of doom. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah. Can you? Oh, just. Oh, oh, that's something I do. But like, oh, what is that noise? What is, is that it, noise? Dad? No, that's my mum. <laughs> what's your, well, what's your mum doing? 100% farting. I many, many farts <laughs> sound like ducks that I do. Have you seen that game on social media called Guess My Fart? No. When Oh, yeah, so, I have, yeah, yeah. When you say you're about to do a fart and you ask whoever's with you to be like, go and guess my fart and they've got to make the noise. And sometimes they get so spot on. I fucking love those videos. That is hours worth of my life just wasted to <laughs> guess my fart videos. <laughs> Funny well, you can only hope that it was a fart and it wasn't. That's how she communicated in duck noise. Very, that would be worse, wouldn't it? Imagine. Um, well, I've got a really hilarious story. Okay, right. So here we go. I've been waiting to share this with you because this is such a funny story. And when I read it, I was in bits. So before becoming a mum, I worked in a veterinary clinic as a nurse. I absolutely love my job, but not my boss. He was new and was a total dickhead with an I am a God type attitude. After a really long day of working hard, taking his obnoxious shit and no thank you for my hard work, I'd had enough. The next day, we had to neuter several cats and perform several castrations with one of the cats actually belonging to my boss. As we were cleaning up and he was writing up notes on cases, I made everyone a cup of tea. (laughs) Lo and behold, right on the side were his cat's discarded testicles and I couldn't stop myself. Before I knew what I was doing, I found myself picking up the tiny cat gonads, taking them to the kettle and dipping them in his cup of tea, stirring the tea bag round with them and generally dunking them good and proper to make sure it was nice and rude. (laughs) Smiling from ear to ear, I took him his tea and I tell you what, watching him drinking that cup of tea, knowing that his cat's balls had been swimming in it only moments earlier was the best feeling ever. And guess what? I finally got to thank you. He drank every last drop. (laughs) That cup of tea was much needed after a busy morning. Thank you. Anyhow, I've carried that around with me for the past 15 years and thought you'd appreciate it. We fucking appreciate it. All right. Oh, God. So many questions about this. But also the fact that he would have been like, oh my God, this is delicious. delicious. Mate, you've had your cat's balls in your mouth. (laughs) You don't even know it. You've just drank scrote juice. (laughs) Scrote juice, that's what's going to be officially good. What would you call the tea bag if it was made out of cats and knackers? Pussy tips. Pussy tips, there you go. Pussy tips, as we'll have a nice bit of pussy tips, please. What the hell, what I want to know is like in that sort of logistical Why is there kettle in the same room as where That's the ball bags go? That's what I'm asking. Do they have a little sort of table in the surge? I'm trying to think when I go to Pets for You. Or yeah. pets, no, not Pets for You, Pets at Home. When I go there, because that's where I take my cat yeah. to the vet, what is the setup? Because it's quite a small room. There's not a lot, there's not a lot of surface area. 
is there? No. There must it's... must be a tray that you know discards ball bags and yeah, just as there's literally like a, a like, almost like a baking tray of cats knackers. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she has and they'll to... be hairy as well. Yeah. Oh, oh no, they must shave them. They must shave. Yeah, them. probably shave them for the op, and then I don't know what a pair of cats balls looks like when it's been be extracted. Yeah, like two little. Maybe he wanted to keep them. Maybe that's why they were in the kettle room. Kettle you know, room, like, the kitchen. The k- kettle room. <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe though, it was 15 years ago, maybe the health and safety standards weren't quite up to scratch. Yeah. And so they did make a cup of tea in the surgical procedures room. I couldn't imagine touching a a, a dead pair of balls. That's basically what they are. Discarded I was thinking balls. that. Did she put the gloves back on to sort of take the so. balls over to the cup of tea to dunk them? Or did she take a teaspoon and another teaspoon and almost play, sort of play hacky sack until it got onto the spoon, yeah. dropped it in, stirred it with Gave the it spoon, around. and then pulled it back out with the spoon and used two spoons to move it back to the tray of doom. I got the impression that she was doing a lot of dunking, like yeah. a, like a actual tea bag. I'd be quite upset, I think. You know, like a pyramid tea bag, that kind yeah. of vibe. Swirl it uh, you know what? Actually, I um, I Willow decided to bring me a, a squirrel yesterday. Which oh my god, was it dead? Uh, no, it it was dying. Oh. <laughs> it was having a heart attack, <laughs> so she dropped it at my feet, oh, and Willow. I was just. I know, you know, you're like, I've all the fucking dogs. Like, yeah, she's, she's the like least... the most chill. She's obviously just, this is a but message. Doesn't... It's like a message. I like, think you know, it's like, if you're not Godfather, careful, this will be you. Yeah, when they put the pig's head yeah, in the bed. I do think It's like that. that. That's because you've got that other dog and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to fucking take you She's part of out. the mafia. But the, the thing that's hilarious mafia. is these, these squirrels, they don't have anything to them. Like, as in, there is not one wound. Very delicate. She's clearly not done much with them either because they're still fucking breathing. Yeah. And she just plops it down by my feet. This is round two. This is the second time she's done it. So I bagged my hand, seeing this little squirrel taking its last breath. I pick it up and it died in my hand. Oh God. I bet you fucking gave it a fallout burial, didn't you? With a I took it. I, I'm not gonna lie, I did take it to a very special place and I <laughs> laid it there because I was absolutely distraught. It's a memorial piece that's cut out of a tree. Oh, you're and so I, funny. Yeah. I put him really high into the crevice so that he basically wouldn't be ravaged any further. And I said I couldn't bring myself to put him in a bin. Like that was devastating. And Steve was like, and a fox will take it. And then it that's just well, a what natural happened is, order of What life. you've done is you've put a dead squirrel in another squirrel's home and that squirrel's come back from looking for nuts. And it's, I don't climb a fucking tree to put it in. <laughs> it's got like, <laughs> why oh is there God, a dead Brian? Who Brian? sent me this? So now he thinks the squirrel mafia is onto him because yeah. Willow's <laughs> walking around the park just going, fuckers. This bitch. Oh, I've, is... had, I've had to have that with Hendrix. Hendrix has has brought a squirrel through the fucking cat flap, which was a slapstick like, moment. And it's that's mental. I know. He had to essentially like hug it to bring it in. Like it was like <laughs> oh parallel with his belly. <laughs> I was like, "What's that noise?" And then I come in, come to look outside, look out the window, and <laughs> Hendrix is just like headbutting the fucking cat flap with a. A squirrel. Like, mum, for fuck's sake, let me mouth. in. I brought something. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's also feral. He loves a bloody squirrel. That's like his ultimate sort That's of That's insane, um, though, because Hendrix and Willow, there's quite a size difference. Willow's a whole fucking dog. I know. Hendrix is a cat. <laughs> fucking hell. He's wild. So, yeah, like, I, I, I had to pick up this poor little thing that just died. 
Imagine picking up ball bags and then deliberately dunking them in tea. I think I'd cry. I wouldn't. I'd be laughing my head off. I've had so many shit bosses that would have absolutely have yeah. loved to have done that too. To be fair, there's quite a few people I can think of off the top of my head I would fucking love to have done that too. Have you ever done that to me? Have you done any like secret revenge to anyone before? Um, I mean, when I was younger, I did, but it always backfired. So like uh, being frog marched down the stairs and told to go and get my sister a glass of lemonade, I think it was. And I was so pissed off at her for being such a cunt that I then filled it up half with lemonade, half with water and handed it to her and watched her drink it thinking, fuck you, bitch. And then <laughs> she's thinking, is, oh, this lemonade's a bit flat. And she made me go downstairs and get her another glass. Oh, so it, really it actually work. didn't work out in my favour. You know, <laughs> like there's me, sweet revenge. And it wasn't sweet revenge at all. Drink that, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I just basically had to go and do more work. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever done anything. I can't. I mean, obviously, I've got a lot of siblings to get revenge on, but um, other than like stealing their shit, I used to. Oh yeah, I was quite God, a big thief when I was little. Yeah, I'd go and take like, especially my one of my sisters. She always had like, um, slaggy clothes. I would say, because mm. uh, she was sneaking out at like age fourteen, going to nightclubs and all sorts of shit. So I used to go and steal her clothes and wear them to the youth club. Yeah, uh, uh, but put, I'd have to put them on, on under my clothes, and then she'd be like, "Where's my top?" But yeah, nothing involving like animals' genitals. I have never. No, sadly, I've never swooped that. But then I, I really think I've never been in contact with an animal's uh, discarded genitals to be able to wreak havoc with them. True. No, I haven't Imagine. either. But yeah, I, I can think of some people that I, if now, I would sit in such happy comfort. But then does that make us a psychopath? I don't know. Maybe I, don't know. I think I think what I've learned as I got older is that some people are never going to change and they're just always going to be massive annoying cunts. Yeah. And those ones they I deserve the scrote. Yeah. They deserve pussy tips. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve a lovely cup of pussy tips. But it's only worth it if you can watch them enjoy. Yes. And probably you've got to be part of the process of making the pussy tip tea. Because, yeah. you know, you're like... Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I it's almost it. like, you know how witches, they make like those brews that are like whatever and then you drink it and they watch. Yeah. That's, that's that. where it's... it's like a voodoo it's doll. Voyeurism of the tea drinking variety. Yeah. <laughs> of the scrotum tea <laughs> drinking variety. Also, I, I, I love the dedication to that because she obviously would have to... Diff- if she'd done loads of neutering, how many pairs of balls were on the tray? Yes. How did she identify? This is what makes me think he wanted he wanted to separate his cat's balls from everybody else's. As what? As a token of um, pride to make into a pair of earrings, perhaps. Or a necklace. Well, you know, you can, we've talked about this, you can like turn your fucking labia lips into a, yeah. a necklace if you want to. Maybe yeah. he was going to do that and yeah. present them to his wife. And be like, I give to you... <laughs> Casper's. Sparkles. Sparkles. <laughs> Sparkles going <laughs> ahead. Uh, our friend, his dog had his balls chopped. I don't know what you want to call it. Castrated. Castrated, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and he had them put in resin. And what did he do with them? Just have them They're on down the side? at his tattoo shop. Okay. All right. Yeah. Not like put them on the dog's collar or something. No, I mean, that's not the weirdest thing that you see down at his tattoo shop. He also has a stuffed uh, fucking mouse holding a tattoo gun. So, you know. Oh, I like that. Well, yes. then he's into the macabre, I guess, if he likes that kind of shit. Like taxidermy in general. Mm. 
I do the quite like I, I wouldn't have it done. Well, do you know any taxidermists? I don't know any taxidermists. No, but there'll be some somewhere. They'll be around. Uh, there's they'll a really around. hilarious person on TikTok, actually. I'll have to find his account. And he it, like, is actually fucking genius, but he will turn like a, a rat into a purse. And he'll put. Oh, like I've a seen him. In it. I've seen, seen him. <laughs> and he's like from up north, and he's just got the best accent. And the way he talks about it, it completely cracks me up. But he does all sorts of mad shit with uh, dead animals. <laughs> I, I suppose it's fine. It's ethical, isn't it? If so long as they die of natural yeah, causes, dead. and you're not killing them to stuff them, then no, or turn them. I mean, into I'm like a I'm very upset about the whole butterfly thing. I had no idea. I thought those butterflies went and had a lovely life, and then they eventually died, and then they were put in those cabinets it's awful i wanted to buy them and then when i realized that it's not ethical i'm like oh my god i can't do that i think there are companies that do do it ethically but how the hell would you do it how are you how can you be like an ethical butterfly catcher killer killer strike killer because <laughs> i don't know anything about the life of a butterfly other than it was once a caterpillar that's all i know i don't live long no but then if they I die naturally how does that work maybe you just have to breed them and then just wait for them to die yeah or something. I've got but some. But then, what if they get damaged? Mine are really old. Then, mine are from like the nineties. Yours weren't ethical. You can't. Yeah, sorry. Well, uh, excuse me. They're from. Uh, I inherited them from my granddad. So blame oh, him. All right, your granddad's a cunt. No, I don't mean that. Yeah, I I find taxidermy weird. Personally, yes. it's not. It's not for me. No, I like it as an aesthetic kind of thing. But yes. I haven't really. I haven't got anything in my house that's taxidermies. But um, I, like I do appreciate it. It's it. Not, like I don't want to. I don't want a fucking massive cat's head hanging out of. A wall. No, you know? like, especially because a lot of the, the time it's like a token of, you know, hunting. Oh, I shot this myself ha, ha, yeah. on safari. Yeah. So this is shit. the one thing, bringing it back to Saltburn, who's saying that, obviously wealthy people. So Saltburn is basically about, in some respects, the obnoxiously extreme wealth of very, 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 very aristocratic type characters. Okay. Now, TikTok... There are people who live that life who have gone to TikTok and like have gone um, when your life is saltburn and and it's like oh, get lost really. I would much rather you know when you go. I don't even understand how this is bragging rights. Like when you know how the film ends. <laughs> what the fuck? Why are you aligning yourself with that? And, also, and like I saw a woman that was like, when your um, fiance's parents live in a house like Saltburn, and at the end of the film is the Sophie Ellis Bector song. Oh, yeah, that's it. And he's like walking through the house or something. Yeah. Naked. She sees Willie and everything. Oh, hello. I'm getting on that. <laughs> um, and she's walking around the house. And I just immediately, I just think, God, you're a cunt. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know whether it's because I'm, just not I'm so far removed from that culture I would I, there's not even one percent of me that would a want that lifestyle but also be it be in the company of cunts like that yeah exactly yeah oh I, but, I think yeah. too you know people <clears throat> just do stuff for the sake of social media though don't they as well like yeah why do you need to and, tell us about that yeah and also you know don't suggest the fact that extreme wealth takes away your reality of being a human being yeah. You still suffer the same shit as everybody else. You just have money. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be great? That's <laughs> <That'd> great. <laughs> I'd buy my feelings away. I would. That's what I'd be doing too. <laughs> but I'd can I just say away. that, um, what's her name? Rosamund Pike. And, oh, yes. Um, oh, fuck. What's his name? 
I absolutely fucking adore him. Are they in it? Engl- English actor. He's an English actor, yeah. Really famous English actor. I'm sorry, on Instagram. What's his name? The British guy. He lost his wife quite recently and he does videos. And he's like, oh, good morning. Richard E. Grant. Thank you. He's yeah. in it. They're both so fucking great in it. I love him. I think one of my favourite films is With Nell and I. Have you, have you seen that? It's a really old film, but he's in it. And he plays like a really eccentric posh complete record drunk and it's uh, a, a brilliant performance from him if you've never watched that film go no watch mine it. with go him it. it's old it's sarah uh his wife was that's when it they, and what you and have the baby wife dies, it's a very yeah. different vibe it's a totally film. different vibe <laughs> and it's he's, got... he's literally drinking like lighter fuel in the in this film <laughs> but he's so good in that film yeah, it's such a beautiful you movie know he's, ticked, he's like social media is it satire is he taking the piss because i just can't tell no, I don't think he is. I think since he lost his wife. the stuff he says, it's so hilarious. But you're like, this has got to be a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. he just fucking loves life. That He's changes like, the tone a bit for yeah. me. I, I, need, I need it to be satire because no one can be that enthusiastic. Yeah, but his wife's dead, mate. Yeah, you my dad's can. dead. My dad's dead. My dad's dead <laughs> and I've still got a dark sense of fucking humour. <laughs> All right, let's wrap cunt. up because uh, I've got to go get my mush sorted out. She's why I look like a corpse today because I'm going to make a pun. So, um, oh, if you want to send us any stories, I mean, come on, the gonad one, send us some more like that. That sort of level I of love just anything utter that's hilarious debauchery. confession, yeah, isn't it? Please send it to us. You can email us at nohosbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can you do, Laura? Head on over to our Instagram page at nohosbarpodcast. Sorry about the dog in the background. It's not a duck. <laughs> it's not my mother either. <laughs> <laughs> um, and don't forget to get your sex dice, sex dice. And the discount on the, the Fit Bitch is still live. I'm just yes. going to keep it live for you, Slegs. But loads of you signed up for it using the, the code. And I can't fucking remember what the code is now. Oh, bollocks. Was it no it's holes? It's no holes. It's even it? no holes or barred, one of the two. I would look back on our WhatsApps, but Vic, we send so They're many too, to each other. That that's it's... what I was trying to do, but it's too far. Because I think Kelly said it's me, but Jesus Christ, I can't fucking see it for the life hang of on, me. Hang on, hang on, hang um, on. But yeah, still get 20% off. So just, I think it's no holes. So just try that. And if not, then DM me and or listen to the Mesa, the... Um, episode before because it's the correct one in there uh yes and we will see you all next week see you later slags uh yeah see you next tuesday yeah still can't that was quite rude actually sorry i take that back <laughs> see you later you can't <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Ta-ta.